Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Fundamentalists Podcast. My name is Elliot Morgan, and I'm here with Peter Rollins. And this is a podcast where we discuss the possibility of life before death. Ever heard of it? We sure have. This particular episode is brought to you by the lovely folks at r slash Wall Street Bets over <laughs> at reddit.com. Uh, we are filming this currently um, on, or recording this on Thursday. January 27th, 7th. Why, why not? Doesn't, yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. one. Um, <laughs> and so I, um, I woke up this morning. I've been seeing things on the internet about the uh, kerfuffle going on over at Wall Street as a result of a bunch of hooligans on the internet who decided to... Um, I, I, I understand very little about this, but I do think I can say... A summary that sounds as broad strokes as possible. Um, people bought a lot of a stock, particularly Game GameStop, because it was being shorted um, by people on Wall Street uh, who believed that the company was going to fail, and so they shorted it for a lot. Um, these people got together, bought all the stock, and then therefore uh, the people who shorted it now owe a lot of money um, because of the amount that the stock price has increased by. Is that true? Yep, that's pretty much it. So as a result, a lot of people, uh, normal people, have made a fair amount of money. Um, the app Robinhood, which uh, was once a sponsor of one of uh, another podcast I'm on called The Valley Cast. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think we'll be... I was going to tweet something from the Valley Folk account and be yeah. like, we will no longer be spo- having Robin Hood as a sponsor, but they fired us like yeah. a year ago. <laughs> but I thought it'd be like a funny thing to be like, they fired us a year ago, but still, we're not doing it. Um, well, it sounds like Robin Hood is now working for the sheriff, from what I've heard. The sheriff yeah. of Nottingham, yeah. It, yeah. Um, it is such a funny... Because um, they stopped... Yeah. yeah, yeah, and because I, I... Yeah, I tried buying AMC stock. I tried... You know, and I, I, I'm not buying... These people at Wall Street Bets will throw in tens of thousands of dollars. It's like what they do. They they're kind of maybe a little addicted to it, um, but also they're they're pretty good at it, I guess sometimes. But um, I I'll do like a little bit here and there, and I tried doing an AMC stock uh, as well because that was next on the docket, and they canceled it because. Um, and I did one stock. It was like eight dollars. And now or one AMC, share. One share. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, one. Yeah. I did one entire stock. Yeah. <laughs> you basically bought the entire I, company. Uh, not to whatever. I'm not. Uh, but <laughs> nice. Uh, somebody yeah. throw around. Yeah. I, uh, I own AMC. No. I, I, own, I own AMC. <laughs> I bought the stock. So. Um, but I did. I have today started dabbling in. I went to. I, I, you know, I have a Robinhood app, and I have like. You were the one who told me about it, by the way. You told me you do this thing called Robin Hood. I went on it, just did a couple of things on it, but it was kind of cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's super fun, and you can forget about it. I forgot about it, and I only have like 500 bucks in it that was in there for a year and a half or something, and I just... Show off. I know, not to whatever. It's a lot kind of swinging (laughs) my weight around. Um, But I was like, I'm going to... transfer all my stocks to this other stock called legend pharmaceutical because someone on reddit was like do this one now like this one is still available on Robinhood because they shut down like you were saying gamestop amc which is weird right that's weird yeah we're gonna talk good. about that yeah, that's weird talk about that yeah you can't do that yeah. right you can't do that yeah, I mean, it's very, it's a very highly regulated industry, but I don't think you can do it. Like, I, I, 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very Bad gray boy. area, but it's not cool. It's not. Um, uh, it's nothing untoward about it. It's all public. I mean, this is yeah. not a you collusion a in the background or behind closed doors. This is people publicly saying, "Let's buy uh, shares in this company." And we're going to stop them. I don't yeah. think you can stop them from doing that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit dodgy. I mean, I think this is when you mentioned because this was your idea for a topic, and I was like, like I said to you, I think this is a politically important event. Um, and I'm that's there. I'm going to try and shut it down. They're You're going to try to shut it down? Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. No, they are the reactionaries. <laughs> uh, it is wild. It, did you see the clip of the um, the like CEO on CN, CNBC who was just going? He's like a billionaire old white guy and he comes off let's just say unlikable and he basically was like what they're do what what people are doing is they're sitting at home collecting their checks from the government and they're not doing anything and all this is is an attack on the wealthy and everyone was like mm-hmm. <laughs> that is what it is yeah so what do you yeah. think about it pete you have also i mean you have views yeah. on capitalism that are i would say very in-depth. You have um, you love the Bitcoin. You're familiar with all these things. What's your take on it? Yeah, okay. This is this is, this is interesting. Okay, so I, funnily enough, I, I did a talk only about two weeks ago, and it was on social antagonism and politics on YouTube. You can find it if you want. I forget what it's called. But um, in that talk, the funny thing is at the end of the talk... You can find it if you want. I don't know what it was. <laughs> you can find it if you want. I don't know the title. I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere. Uh, but at the end of that talk, I was we, we, I was talking about how social antagonism works and and the idea that that within a society there is like all of these uh, antagonisms that are going on, these symptoms. But then there is there is an unspoken uh, central antagonism called the real. And when you hit on that. Uh, it unifies people who you would never have imagined could be unified, right? So I was. So somebody asked me, "What does this look like?" I was saying, "Well, you'll know it when it happens. When it happens, you will see groups that you literally thought could never occupy the same location without annihilation unifying around it." And I said in the talk two weeks ago, I said, "But I don't see anything of that happening in America at the moment." And then two things happened, like a week later. So I wanted to mention. The, the first one, which we haven't talked about, and then yes. games. So, so the first one was fascinating because it was a, a, a speech given on the steps of a state courthouse in Michigan by one of the Boogaloo boys, right? The Boogaloo movement, right on, which yeah, is yeah. seen as a you know, right-wing militia group, all of that. And he was flanked with a BLM organizer. Antifa were there, uh, Proud Boys all together and he he had a pride flag and he's bisexual himself and he gave this incredible speech that he says there are more there's more that unifies us than divides us oh, as americans figuring it out. Uh oh yeah. and he said yeah yeah and he said that he, and he said he said the pride boys antifa blm boogaloo he says these are not the problem they're the antibodies meaning there's a virus in the system and the antibodies arise he says basically these are the symptoms the calcified symptoms of a problem in our society and he said and the problem is basically a corrupt corporate governments both sides um corporate interests money going from the many to the few and he said like if this continues and we are unified you know we, we this has to stop we plead with mm -hmm. you to make this stop and he critiqued the military industrial complex all of that 
So the interesting thing about this is, then he was interviewed in Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore's a leftist, a very good leftist, I think. And there was also the next week a guy called Fred Hampton, who's a blank, Black Panther. He was a Black Panther, talking about this guy. Cool. And so suddenly you're seeing, like literally a week ago, if you'd said that the, there are people on the left and people on the right and Proud Boys and Antifa, BLM and Boogaloo would be kind of unifying around this talk. You would have said it was madness. It's a madness. Madness. So that event really interested me. It was like, and because it hits on the real. And what's the real? Like the real issue is the wealth of the, 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 the value created by the many is going to the few. Right, the, the sacrifice of millions is going into a smaller and smaller set of hands, like you know the companies that have benefited out of COVID, etc. And then the second thing was uh, GameStop, this share thing. You've seen people on the right and people on the left all unifying around this being a good thing. Mm-hmm. So you have people like you've got Tim Pool, who's more on the right. You've got. On the left, I haven't seen what they're going to say yet, but I know on the left, you'll have Jimmy Dore will support it. You'll have Richard Wolf. You'll have Adolf Reed. You'll have all of them. They'll support it. You even have some kind of identitarian politicians supporting it. So basically, when you hit on the real antagonism of the society, you unify seemingly opposed groups. And that's what's really frightening to those in power. Like, that's the most frightening thing. So already... The, the Reddit thing, they're trying to shut that down. Uh, Robin Hood shutting down. Already, I think the Reddit thing's being said that this is a, these are Trump supporters or something. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. They're trying to say that it's a, it's a, there's a hate speech on it and this kind of thing. So I'm like, they're going to try and divide us again. Anyway, so that's my initial thoughts. Wow, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, I, it, I it was reminded of uh, AOC... Um, who tweeted something about uh, this whole situation and how insane it is and how, like, that you can't do this. Like, this is, people are allowed to trade and they're allowed to, yeah. uh, you can't shut it down and you can't, it's not, it's their own fault, essentially. Yeah, yeah when and I then, saw even AOC was supported, I was like, that's pretty impressive. So AOC yeah. supported it, then Ted Cruz quote tweeted it and said, totally agree. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we've gone down so many rabbit holes in this past couple years, past year, mostly. Uh, I don't, I was like seeing Ted Cruz agree and give a stamp of approval to AOC. uh, I despise Ted Cruz, but I was still like, something's going, this is a thing. This is a thing. Like there, and of course AOC responds and she's like, nah, you tried to have me killed a couple weeks ago. So you can sit this one out or something. Don't get me me started on AOC. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) But we we have differing opinions on it, but I agree. I know what you're saying and you make a very solid point. And I think that it is a very good point about, um, uh, that it wouldn't have been my reaction, um, to that because, uh, it just wouldn't have been, but, um, she's going to do her and that's fine. But it was still cool to see yeah. these well, two polar yeah. opposites who feud online all the time under one banner go, nope. Yeah. But that, that's when you hit on the real. In, polit- in politics, the real... Versus the symbolic and the imaginary. Yes. The symbolic, the imaginary, and then the real. And the real is where the action is. And when you hit on the real, it transforms the symbolic environment. It transforms the imaginary. It's like, So suddenly, you, like, you know you've hit on the real when those 
opposition's head. However, immediately some people will start to try to separate again, and that's the danger. So in Northern Ireland, identity was used to divide us. Protestants against Catholics, that was a divide. It's kind of funny probably for Americans to hear that, that that was like, that was the thing, you know, Protestant and Catholic, you were at war with each other. Um, I mean, it does sound silly. Yeah, and, and it was an only until basically we realized we had more in common with each other and killing atheists yes exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it that we unified yeah it's beautiful <laughs> it was a you wonderful hit on the time. real yeah <laughs> so it was like that bringing together um and that's what i've seen twice and and i've been waiting for it to happen and these things will be they won't work initially and they'll be shut down but, the, but they'll come back and they'll arise in different places and um yeah when i saw like i saw some people on the left and on the right um, agreeing and, and and saying congratulations to each other, literally, like I didn't see yeah. the tiger, literally going, amen, I agree this person. And people who were being mature and big about it and saying, I have slagged this person off, I've never liked what they've said, but I fully support them in this and I, I, I thank them for, 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 for speaking out about this. Yeah, it's wild, man. I've never, I, I wish I could just, you know, download enough information into my brain to be able to fully appreciate the uh and i don't mean this in a uh the way that it's that in terms of the real but in a symbolic way the the what's happening is so cool and i can appreciate it from i feel like i'm like in the the bleachers just being like wow yeah neat and like i'll get on my robin hood app and i'll be like uh, yeah, which which one you think I should? Which one is the one that has some billionaire that's like shorting this company for apparently no reason? And they're like, do this one, okay, great. And then the 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 like, how does this not affect ev- How does this not change the whole system moving forward? Like, how does this not either? How how do they stop this from happening again? They will. I mean, they're gonna stop it. Like, I mean, but the funny thing is, like, this is why I like. It's like this is a way of redistributing wealth. I mean, that's why I think it's hitting the real, because literally, this is this was more effective than Occupy. Like, what's happened in a few days did more than the whole Normal Occupy movement. Normal people became millionaires. Yeah, and also, and some people, so a lot of them have just made a little bit of money as well. I'm sure some have become millionaires, my goodness. But, but a lot of just regular people have just made an okay amount of, but they're some, taking it from the hands yeah. of billionaires. Oh. And it's so clever, because shorting... I know someone, who, a very close friend, actually, who, who's, a, who's a hedge fund person. And shorting was a way in which you could get, make a lot of money. But the downside of shorting is there's kind of no limit to what you can lose. And that's what's so clever about what's happening. Is shorting is probably a, is an easier way to make money. But if you short a stock and it rises in value by hundreds of dollars, like, so if you short a stock at 10 bucks, and you buy these shares at ten dollars, and so you basically let me get this straight in my head, right? No, I, I know I, you're getting there. Yeah, I borrow as a as a an individual. I borrow these shares of someone else, and I say I'm going to give you these shares back. I take those shares, I sell them to somebody else, because I think that obviously they're going to go down in value. So I sell them to you for ten dollars, and then I think in a year's time, when I have to give them back to the person that I borrowed them from. I think they're going to be worth $3. So I buy them off you for $3. I've made $7 and I give them back, right? So, See, that already kind of lost me a little bit. Yeah, I make sure that, so I'm borrowing shares of this per- person A and then I have to give them back in say a year's time. Then I sell them to person B. 
and I sell them to person B for $10 a share. I see. And then because I believe that those shares are going to be worth $3 in a year's time. So I'll be able to buy them back for $3. So I've sold them to you for 10 and then I buy them back for 3 So I've made $7 per share when I give them back to this person who I've paid a little bit of money for them to lend me the share. Did that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. got enough of it in my head that enough I kind of held it and yeah. stopped paying attention. <laughs> yeah. but, the, but the difficulty th- is if I buy the share, if I sell the share for $10, the maximum I can basically make is like $9. If it goes right down to $1, then I can make $9. Yeah. Um, and buts, if they go, there's no limit to how high they can go. Yeah. So if they go to $20, $30, $40, I have to buy them back to give back to that person. So I have to buy them back at $30 because I have to give them back to them. So I've lost 20. So that's the hold the line uh, meme or whatever the phrase that's going around on, on everything where they're like, hold the line, like do not sell. Yeah. Like they're trying to, cause they want to lure the price. So it's like, yeah, they yeah. can at least get, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'm seeing that and it's like, people do seem to buy and large, maybe not buy and large, but a sig- significant enough portion of them are, are not, selling as the price skyrockets yeah. which seems to be truly like just when i was coming over and again this is you know the thursday so i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow um because my apparently stock has started to tank but that's another thing they were saying that after hours these these hedge funds and stuff can make deals they can do things that you can't do as a normal person yeah. during the trading hours and that alone is sort of like not fair right like you should be able to buy stock the same way anybody else can buy stock i don't really understand how they can do that well so technically i'm guessing you can but you'd have to not through robin hood like robin hood has made it easy for people to buy yeah. small amounts of shares so technically i guess you can but it's really it's like it's like buying crypto coin it's really complicated when i decided to buy a little bit of crypto just because i was nervous about um the kind of uh, the economy um it was a real hassle. Name one reason. <laughs> uh, it, it took a lot. Of, I had to buy, because there was a particular crypto coin that I wanted to get, and it required getting two apps and bank, getting my bank connected, and the bank didn't want to be connected. It was, it was a real hassle to do. Bank, we don't want to be <laughs> Yeah, don't want to be involved. I don't want anything yeah. to do with this. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's wild, man. It's beautiful. I yeah. mean, it, it, is, it is such a... And the fact that the freaking app is named Robinhood is so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. And they're just getting raked over the coals. I'm like, who are you guys... Well, how do you think this is going to go? Like, like, your whole market... Your whole idea is to pitch to the everyman who can then do day trading, get involved, have a little bit of a piece of something, mm-hmm. see what happens, play with it. It's fun. It's very user friendly. It's a beautiful like interface on that uh, that app, and then they just piss off their entire user group, and then the, how are they going to survive this? The, I don't the care. People, the users or the, the Robin, Hood. Robin. Yeah, I mean, I wonder why they like. I guess they did it. I guess their conscious reason for doing it is to protect their customers who might get kind of caught up in a gold rush. I guess that's their. But I don't think that's what's really going on. But I'm, I'm guessing that's what their official line is. Yeah. Is that people? There's a gold rush, and some people are going to like lose because some people are going to lose a lot of money on this. The stock is probably going to go way up. And it's going to plummet mm-hmm. as everybody sells. But there's a lot of people who are doing it for ideological reasons. That's what I love. Like a lot of the people are not doing it to make money. They're literally doing it to redistribute wealth, to mm-hmm. kind of to, to, to damage Wall Street. 
I mean, that's a move. And that's what I'm, how do you get, how, how does that, it almost, it's like, well, now they, we know we can do it. Yeah. So it's like, what, what stops people from doing this again and again and again? Dividing people. I honestly see there will be politicians and there will be the media, the who I, that's why I don't listen to the media. Anymore. Legacy media loves to divide, divide and conquer. So, because when a people are unified, when unity happens, you can do this kind of shit. So, I'm not gonna. They're gonna divide us in some way, just like in Northern Ireland, divide the Protestants from the Catholics, mm-hmm. divide, and I remind believe, them that they're different and they have dis, they have their own um, disagreements. Leave us alone. Yeah. Yes. And so, don't hit on the don't hit on the fact that really what's that guy believes that us. thing and that guy believes that thing. So you guys should work that out, and then you can come to us with all of our billions of dollars. That's it. A scapegoating. You scapegoat. It's like, oh yeah, no, they're the problem. You know, ble- oh, it's immigrants are the problem, or or the the uh, this this community is the problem. Like, get get people to fight internally because when they unify, and when they unify and go, we the people, we the people sacrifice and create the wealth. Mm-hmm. And so the wealth that we create should benefit the communities that we're from. Right, row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what if the people that are bad are the, not bad, but what if what is bad is um, the billionaire Wall Street hedge fund people? What if that's the case? What if we found the real problem? What if we hit on the real? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, and it's not the individuals, but it's the system. It's a system. Not the individuals. Yeah, because I know people. Sure. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I know. I, yeah, so I know people who are, you know, who are in that world stuff, who actually believe in the redistribution of wealth. They're not. They're coming from um, a different perspective than mm-hmm. me and how that looks. But they are incredibly concerned about how to stop wealth from galvanizing and coagulating Mm -hmm. in a very tiny place so yeah yeah i mean i think if you're an individual billionaire and you do you you become more of a billionaire because you're successfully able to play a game Mm -hmm. uh i don't view that as being a moral like problem i think yeah i I do think though blame the game you play the game, and I think it's a it, it is a little bit of a game, and it is complex at times, and it is risky. But it's like the fact that like the, it does also feel like this is a development that couldn't have happened twenty years ago before yep. the internet. It's like this is the stock market's been around for a while, and and now there is a there truly does seem to be a coalition of people that they're not gonna they're gonna want to get their share and even if they don't get their share they're gonna want to at least play the game because they know that they're an active player if they're unified with everyone else yeah which is unified as well like it's not even that you know i want to get a share but it's also no i want i want my community to get a share i want the i want the the people who are not able to pay their rent who aren't able to have a job at the moment you know it's like there's something really um i mean it's it's you know it's it's there's pure and impure in it, but it's like at some level, it seemed like a lot of these people were just going right. We want this. We want to re. We want to do what Robin Hood would do. We want to redistribute mm-hmm. this wealth. And like overnight, they basically took billions out of some some hedge funds, like billions out of them, and to and redistributed them. These people who people. think who who know that they are ultimately protected uh, from every force of financial nature and the, yeah and they get to like put a chink in their armor it's pretty cool pretty cool and the fact that you know say like so tim pool who's on the right he's he's got a different view to me about that but he's he he says and it's interesting to me he, he says like he wants to see 
the value created by regular people, uh, that value to be used and of benefit to regular people. So it's interesting, like, without making it a left-right socialist capitalist distinction of going like, actually, I think there's people in who are anarchists, but also who are socialists and also who are libertarians, who, who all are concerned about an increasingly uh, divided society where a tiny percentage of people have phenomenal wealth, where the, the masses don't even own, don't own anything. The, yeah. You know. There also seems to be just a, there's a poetic um, thing to all this. I mean, it is, there's a level of beauty and um, elegance to this, this story. And it's so damn goofy. Like it's about GameStop. <laughs> like oh, and, and we, peop, we, the people used GameStop <laughs> to take out billions of dollars from wall street is the most internetty, hilarious way i could imagine this going down Um, it's so exciting and it also is like we tried i think as more leftist people to get a more leftist candidate elected and what we got elected whenever you say we you're not including me no no because i don't like you don't like who who got elected no that's what i'm saying oh yeah yeah. we tried to get a, a a a Oh, oh, you're saying before that. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll go with that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, before the general, there were primaries. Ah, okay. And we tried real (laughs) hard. I forgot that. Yeah, Yeah. we tried real hard to get someone who would go after the rich Mm. and the the mega wealthy, and it didn't work, uh, which is fine, sure. (laughs) But now it's like, there is a little, uh, it's like, yeah, we stormed, folks stormed the Capitol. They were very angry about things, and now other people are very angry about other things and they're storming wall street with their their cell phones and yeah. it's pretty cool <laughs> yes absolutely and i was sad to see some of the people who are in the camp that i think we are and i am uh, being very you know not listening to the various eruptions of anger it's almost like some eruptions of anger we can listen to some we can't but i'm like what's interesting about the two events i talked about one was on that michigan yeah i'm curious steps. about that i don't know anything about that it was fascinating um it was this guy and i, I watched an interview i say on a jimmy Dore show and jimmy Dore said i'm going to get in loads of trouble for interviewing this guy and it was incredible he's kind of an anarchist guy but it was this incredible unifying thing. And he says, oh, yeah, I was, there was a BLM organizer beside me, um, uh, Antifa. We, we were there doing security for BLM events. He'd done security, I think, for BLM events. And you're going like, that, that can't happen. That can't happen. Because if you go onto Wikipedia and you read about Boogaloo, they're like a right-wing militia group, white supremacy, all that. Yeah, I'm not He's, a fan. Yes, you're not a fan. And absolutely, of course. To say the least. Yes, and I'm a, little, least. I'm a little worried about him. Yes, absolutely. Well, then you should watch this because it was like one of those moments. And the, the funny thing is, this happens, it's called a reformation, right? At various times in history, two groups that you literally think cannot be unified, unified and create a third. And so the, the very obvious example is uh, Jew and Gentile with the Apostle Paul, right? Jew and Gentile were seen as completely opposed groups. Like literally, it's hard for us to imagine how, but that would have been Protestant and Catholic for me in Northern Ireland. It was like Jew and Gentile couldn't be unified. And then Paul comes along and hits on something that allows for Jew and Gentile to be unified, which is called Christianity. But this happens at various times in history where 
opposed groups that you literally think will never be could never be unified when you hit on the real antagonism that's going on in the society those groups unify because they are the calcified symptom of a violence and a struggle that has not has not been mm-hmm. hit upon and i just think that this is a kind of because for me it, it is at the moment the there are a small number of people who have got more amassed more and more value and there's more and more people who don't even own it's not only that they don't own their workplace they don't have any they don't own what they watch they, they rent their tv yeah. stations they rent their movies they rent their house they rent this that they don't own anything there's no investment there's no generational wealth that's been handed down to yes. them there's no uh land that they own yeah they're yeah. they they are uh paycheck to paycheck and yeah. surviving and not and they're living yeah they're literally surviving yeah yes that's it and i see two weeks ago i wouldn't have said this publicly because I would have been, it would have been dangerous to say. This is the fundamentalist. It's barely public. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's You're right, fine. Barely public. Uh, um, but yeah, it's like, now I can go, oh no, here's two examples because literally the le- proper leftists are, and like I say, Jimmy Dore, this guy from the Black Panthers was, sitting, was literally saying this about this guy. I agree with everything he said. He said, and he says, this is a thing. He says, there's people who are in these various movements who are bad. And there's people in these various movements who are just really reacting against an, a tyrannical corporatist uh, system with a type of ideological structure, which is basically the media and entertainment industry, and that's holding us all down. Mm-hmm. I mean, not me. I'm very lucky, you know. Yeah. But most yeah, people. me too. Um, mm-hmm. I was just naming another group. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. That was a funny little quip there. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because you, you're very... Uh, good i think at at uniting i i see it in my head the graph that i want to describe but you're very good at um if if politics was a circle you do have an ability to sort of triangulate both the left and the right with your your ideas on things because you truly are i think are not uh against any particular ideology but you do i think you do have kind of your eye on the prize, so to speak, about what would be the real uh, problem. And so, yeah, I mean, this, is, I imagine for you is like such a, um, like a proof of concept. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> you're so like, exciting. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Uh, yeah. This is, yeah, because, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but you going more of a political direction, I think, is a very good thing, especially when the, the, it's around uh, things that can actually, as lame as this is to say, you actually have an ability to unite people uh, from opposing standpoints. And I think that might be call me crazy kind of needed right now. Oh yeah. I know. Well, the funny, and I was so pleased that I gave this talk a couple of weeks ago where I said it, because the only example I could use was Tammy Faye Baker at the time. Cause I was like, you know, Tammy Faye Baker was a character who, who united fundamentalist Christians and, uh, and uh, 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 the gay community and people who are trans rights mm-hmm. activists. Heavy all metal unified. fans, Manson and all that. What's that? Marilyn Manson. Oh, that's right. She has these great pictures of Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Mar- like she brought, she unified people who you literally thought couldn't be unified. And it wasn't because of like something she did. It was who she was. She, her, she touched on something that, that unified across the American divisions. She was in the grip of a daemon. She was what? She was in the grip of a daemon. What's I that you just spoken tongues? <laughs> 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 grip of a daemon, like the, the, um, 
the idea that you can become overtaken by like oh, your oh yes oh very good idea. get a little it, bit of there is a there is a current within you that that is speaks to a your truest most authentic powerful self and that, that's what a daemon is but people can also be evil and be gripped in their daemon at the same time uh, so you get people like hitler freud was said to be in the group of his daemon along with copernicus darwin yeah very good they go through these phases and if you're a creative person you know what it feels like when you're overtaken by the creative impulse to create things and it feels like it's actually not you and so you could say that about tammy Faye baker yeah 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 so that's i am excited about like this um finding those those events within a society that that bring together the people that you just can't you can't imagine and look maybe we needed maybe what we needed was um a break from the noise that was happening and now it does seem like we had this inauguration we had this capital scare we had this election uh quagmire that we all got into uh pandemic so-called elections so-called election. <laughs> if we're gonna give it that name um but now it's like I just love that this is just people doing this. Like yeah, it's I not know. a campaign to elect a candidate. It's not like a we're better than the other people. It's just people going, mm, these guys are saying this company's gonna fail. We could buy all this stock right now and really screw them over. Yeah. And people are like, okay. <laughs> and then they do it and it works. And then everyone is just like freaking out and, and it's, it's so like, funny the oh, amc was the second like that's so hilarious like beautiful. like the worst stock you could ever buy amc you'd imagine and like you'd want to short that maybe fuck, you know but if the if yeah. if they start reopening which they're talking about doing in the next coming months people will want to go to the movies again yeah. so it's not the worst investment yeah but I would never think to invest. You'd never think in to invest. It. Yeah, yeah, you could think, but you, but you're taking a big risk if you invested in AMC. Like you mm-hmm. definitely, I, you'd want to short it, and then all these people are going, "Let's just buy shares in AMC," and that just if rockets. we all do it. <laughs> so funny, man! The power of the internet. Yeah. So I, I'm just waiting to see, and it'll already by the time this comes out will have happened probably. How these they're going to divide us? How they're going to make this seem like? you know, one group against another, how they're going to try to break the unification down. I'm almost interested to see. I I trust the people who are at the forefront of this movement. I trust their, uh, I trust them to not fall for that. I think that it will, but maybe, maybe they will. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe they won't fall for it, but if they turn everybody else against them. I mean, what are you thinking? Are you thinking that's what's going to happen? Like they're going to see my guess is they'll try and paint them as something. They'll try and paint them as an extreme group, uh, like a, like an, either anarchists. Or extreme oh yeah. Even on CNBC, or, the guys like they're all, these are just a bunch of lazy people going after trying to attack wealthy people. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So it'll either be there. Oh, these people are anarchists or these are right wing extremists. Mm-hmm. So, and it'll probably be both. They'll probably say, you know, and whatever sticks, mm-hmm. whatever gets, whatever breaks this up um and, but then and then there'll be something else but it was exciting to me that i saw two things that are like that gave me a little bit of a little bit of hope yeah um, i think they're very small things but they're like significant i mean this is but it's, it's a company, revolution yeah one company had say i think it was an injection of 2.75 billion dollars yeah. that's the hedge one yeah that's the game stuff <laughs> yeah incredible yeah. <laughs> that's a serious amount of money. That's I don't a care serious who you amount are. of money. Yeah. You know? That's two days of the military. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, my goodness. 
Actually, I think it's like one and a half days of military spending. Is that right? Two wow. billion dollars a day. Yeah. Oh yeah, military's by the way. You see, the day of the inauguration, more troops being brought into Syria uh, on the day of. Oh, anyway, it's be- you 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 need to get off the news. Yeah. Sometimes you know too much. <laughs> it's time for me to go back into my hole. Um, well, this is a shorter podcast, but yeah. you know what? It's a story that's still developing. So since it's still developing, oh, yeah. let's go ahead and check my stock. Ooh. Uh, I myself have invested in, as I said, Legend Pharmaceutical. They did this with GameStop after hours. It drops, right? So, by the way, why are they? Why have they got? Why are people shorting them? Are they like a really bad pharmaceutical? See, that's company? the thing. People were like, "No, they're not," and they've oh, had no? profits for like the past however many quarters. And the owners tried to, or whoever's shorting it, they found the guy who's tried shorting it, uh, and it was a guy who's tried to do this years ago and got shut down doing it. So he's he we're essentially trying to screw this one guy who has attempted to do this before who was a, a very rich person and the company is like very good yeah it's still sinking yeah there so okay so um yeah it's plummeting because it's after hours yeah. so we'll keep you updated as this story develops but i think this is going to keep going up is my my guess because i'm an idiot Value and, that, but yeah, yeah. And if I found this okay. and people are like rallying around it, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, it's still a still a bigger profit I've ever made on the stock market today in my whole life, I know, which to- tells you how much normal Americans have invested in the stock market. Yeah. I've not. This could all go to nothing, and it wouldn't affect me. But people who like really invest in this stuff, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it would be crazy to just invest a bunch of money and. And this is the other problem. No, it's ligand pharmaceuticals. L G N D. L G N D. Because the 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 reason I one of the reasons why people don't like uh, this strategy of shorting is because you know, like you could try to short a business, and then you can, if you're a powerful enough organization, you can be saying, "Well, we think this business is going to fail," and the business only starts to fail because you say it's going to fail like yeah. and you're a big institution yeah. so you basically it's a self-fulfilling prophecy it's not that the businesses are good or bad it's that it's the perception and you can mm-hmm. you can sink an entire business just through perception so i put a billion do- a million dollars into you put a billion oh like, yeah no, if i put it but if i short a million to a company and of course i've got the power to maybe send out uh, statements to the media saying, yeah, we think this business is going to fall apart. We yeah. make it happen. That's the, the twist ending is that all of this is nothing. It's yeah. all just vapor and it's all pretend. Yeah. And so uh, I hope everybody has fun with it and never invests more than they can afford to lose because this is all dumb. It's, and this is, and this is the, the, and it tells us only what it is to be human because it's not about how, it, it's not about what you believe. It's about, what you believe the other person believes, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's like, we don't, de- we don't desire things. We desire other desires. So when I, it's like, no, I, I just, I, I like money. You like, yeah. Yeah. It was probably cause a lot of people like money. You know, we desire what others desire. If you're around a pile of people who, you know, live to very simply, you might start not liking money. Yeah. yeah maybe Here not. I am, <laughs> but you know, it's like, it's the weird thing where it's not about how good the company is. It's like how good I think you think the company is. Yeah. And if and if I think, um, and then I ha- so I'm always betting. That's what I did with crypto. It's not. I'm not betting on crypto being good. I don't think it is. But I'm betting on other people thinking it's good. <laughs> so uh, that that's yeah. that's why I made an investment. It's not because I think crypto's good. I'm actually quite critical of it. But um, I think of it. 
cryptical of the Simply, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, but I believe other people aren't. So it's a weird kind of. Um, it's a game. Yeah, it's a game. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, folks, thank you for listening to this episode of The Fundamentalists. If you would like to subscribe to us on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. We'd also greatly appreciate any kind of reviews you could leave us on iTunes. This uh, episode was a little different. We didn't get into anything involving, you know, I don't know. what we. Well, we got into the real. Yeah, the real. That's by talking about how fake concept. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I have something to plug. Plug. I forgot. I'm, start, I'm doing my... Talking about bringing together opposites that you think don't fit together, I do a course every year called Atheism for Lent, which shows how atheism and theism, people think that they're separate, that they're enemies, when actually they're they're in a very passionate love affair with each other, they enrich each other, and they um, interweave with each other. So Atheism for Lent is a 40-day course where you have 40 reflections, and I give a live seminar once a week, and that starts on the 17th of February, if you're interested, Go to my website. And I also might do an online version of my Wake Festival in Whoa, Belfast. Fun. So that might be on sale next week if we do it. I'm not sure if I'm That's a great idea. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to go to Belfast in an Irish pub and we're going to have musicians, comedians, magicians, and then there'll be I'll be talking and we'll have some kind of interesting cool. philosophical ideas. What kind of comedians? Well, well, do you want to come to Belfast? I don't know. It depends on how many people sign up. <laughs> yeah. Start <laughs> signing program. up. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye.